0: Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. This Lenten season, we've been talking about a new life and a new story. That might feel a bit ambitious or grandiose. Maybe it might be good just to think that today is the first day of the rest of your life. And it is. Imagine what you and God might do today. And if you put together enough of these first days, you begin to see a new story developing and a new life too.
1: Today we consider the practice of surrender. About five years ago, I took a train trip out to Oregon for a retreat and short visit with my family. I thought that riding the train would be good, give me practice and surrender. Well, it was good, almost too good. I was dropped off at the train depot 30 minutes before my departure. The train was three and a half hours late. I hadn't even got on board and I could feel the stress building. I kept saying to myself, surrender, just surrender to what is. Eating on time is important to me. Apparently, this is not a shared value with those who work on a train. For my first meal on the train, I went to the dining car. It took over two hours to get my food and and then to eat. Of course, I had nowhere to go, so I told myself, surrender to what is. Not easy for a type A guy. After that, I didn't go back to the dining car. Instead, I visited the snack car and ate warmed-up pizza. That was okay. Then I noticed that without any warning, the person serving in the snack car would leave and return whatever. No point complaining. We were all captives to their schedule. Just surrender. On my return trip home, I was ready for the trip to be over. I would had enough of practicing surrender. After stopping at every small town between Fargo and St. Paul, I was ready to get off the train. Then the announcement came. Ten miles before my scheduled departure, the train would stop and exchange the dining car for another. It would take about 30 minutes. It took over two hours. All I could do was laugh.
0: Your train trip, Charles, was clearly both a test and a wonderful lesson for you. As each year passes, I'm encountering more and more places in my life to try out surrendering, but I find it quite difficult at times. It's more often the case that I can only muster up some form of acceptance for something in my life, a sense of resignation to things that are happening. I'm prone to get down about the bigger, unplanned challenges that come into my life. And for the many little things that crop up, I can get irritated if something doesn't play out as I had imagined or hoped it would.
1: That train trip to Oregon became a metaphor for life. You have no control. Things are not done the way they should be. You could spend your whole trip complaining, but I didn't. The trip was actually quite good. I slept a lot, I read a little bit, but mostly I sat in the observation car watching the rugged and beautiful landscape without this commitment to surrender, I would have wasted the whole trip. As some of you know, I have stage four cancer. Like my train trip to Oregon, only in surrender can I be free from that voice inside of me that loves to complain or to be the victim. Only in surrender can I see the beauty of God's plan, even in cancer. I am very blessed.
0: You mentioned the role we may take of feeling like a victim. I find the letters B E V or BEV helpful when I want to do a self check on my willingness to surrender to something in my life. These letters stand for bitterness, entitlement, and being a victim. If I'm in BEV, I'm clearly not surrendering. I'm still fighting or resisting something that has appeared on my path. And if I'm resisting, I'm not open to trusting that God has things under control.
1: We learn a surrender from Jesus. Before his death, he prayed for another way, not the cross. But in the end, he surrendered and prayed, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus
0: both taught and modeled surrender as a powerful practice for us as we learn to tell a new story and to live a new life. We'll talk more about this on Wednesday. But for now, let's think about surrender during our quiet moments together. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. Can you go to a place in your life where you are stressed, life's not working out the way you want it to? Can you surrender to what is? Can you trust that God is in control, that God has a good plan for you? Take a deep breath. What is that like? to surrender into God's loving arms. We'll be back with you in about two minutes. Take one more deep breath. Breathe out your frustration. Breathe in God's presence. Surrender to the goodness of God. I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. Surrender is not something that comes to us naturally. It feels like giving up or that we are failures. Maybe an illustration might help. Imagine a five-year-old driving a car through heavy traffic and then see the child surrender the wheel to a parent. Surrender is such a good thing. There comes a time in our lives when we realize we are that five-year-old child We're not helping ourselves. We would do well to surrender. Let go of our plans, our thoughts, our wisdom. Let God drive the car.
1: On Wednesday of this week, we take another look at this business of surrender. We see how Jesus practiced surrender and also taught his disciples and us to learn to surrender.
0: And in a second bonus episode on Friday, we'll lead you in a guided meditation. As you take some moments to rest your mind and your heart, you can open up to the wisdom of surrendering to God's good and gracious will in your life. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website Gloria-Day that's D-E-I dot com slash looking within podcast or subscribe through your favorite podcast app if you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast share it with them your financial contributions make this ministry possible to give visit Gloria-Day dot com slash giving thank you for your support and we'll see you next time